0: This is a new segment we're making called, <laughs> What's Cryptocurrent? This is our new intro for this. Take it or leave it. <laughs> What's Cryptocurrent, yeah. Landon? Now we don't have to talk about an intro. Right, there we day. go. What's Cryptocurrent? Okay. You 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 start.
1: Okay, so in the, in the cryptosphere, the great beyond the cryptosphere, as of right now, there is something that's very near and dear to my heart that is uh, something that bothers me. 'Cause it seems like a scam. And that is this idea um, that Tether, USDT, um, the stable coin, is not truly fully backed by United States dollars reserves. And I mean if anyone wants to comment on that and uh and you know, show me more proof, I'm just not sold on the idea. Four billion dollars. Four billion dollars. I I was what the so we're we're going off of uh, Coindesk's Just going by Coindesk's article here about this, which was published November 8th, so what, yesterday now? Um, But as of Thursday, they're claiming that they're fully backed again. And if anyone is a good journalist, they'll remember that it was April. It's been since April when they said they were only 74% backed Mm -hmm. by cash and cash equivalents. I, I just, I don't buy it. I mean, there's just and especially with their lawsuit in uh, the state of New York and everything I just i don't know i don't I don't buy it it just gives me one of those unsettling it's almost like a big connect
0: how much do you think they have
1: um i' I'm, I'm, they might be close i mean I, I hope they're not how lying. long has
0: they' been around do you do you know
1: that's a great question i mean it is like one of the it is the biggest stable coin I mean it's what everyone uses to trade on most exchanges, like I mean, fiat. If
0: they've been around for maybe five, six years, I can believe $4 billion. But $4 billion is no joking amount of money.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially when um, $4 billion now. In and cash
0: and cash equivalents.
1: It said, at the time, back in April, Tether held $2.1 billion in assets with $2.8 billion USDT, USDT tokens issued on the Omni blockchain. Are they
0: counting their own coin as cash equivalents? Because I could understand that because kind of like what uh, Ripple does where they hold a lot of their own coin. Oh, yeah, maybe. What if they hold a lot of their own tether and they call it cash for, for So them? That's definitely lying. From that, that most accounting
1: be. standards, that'd be like you're you're fibbing on the books. Yeah. But what's it called? You're not burning the book. Not, um. I don't know. I don't know the euphemism.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, something that I found was uh, the New York Times put out an article a couple days ago about Coinbase Coinbase is, as we all know, one of the probably the biggest trading, buying, uh, and uh, crypto sites that you can go on if you're interested in looking at graphs and things like that, mostly buying crypto. And they found out that uh, Coinbase has actually been sharing your information uh, with third parties, stuff like how often do you go on the app, what IP address you use, and uh, other things like this that uh, would be interesting enough to third-party sellers like people that are interested in people are interested in these things because people are interested in what you buy like let's see what um, kind of device you're using to manage your money people are interested in that and should this really be a surprise to us that it's selling all of our information no
1: I feel like it's I mean no offense Brian Armstrong and coinbase I think you are delivering a, a needed service. But I think at the at the same time, I almost kind of feel like Coinbase is like the Facebook of the crypto world in yeah. a way. Like they're they're the they're trying to be like the number one in this sector, accessibility wise and everything, and like trading wise. So I mean, I I, I and just in the climate we live in, like how companies are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I don't know if it's to make a buck or if it's you know, I don't I don't oh, yeah, know they're definitely the making is. a crazy amount of money off of it. I'm sure. I mean, off the fees alone, like we talked about in you know the last episode. So I mean. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I my my biggest thing is I hear Edward Snowden talking like your privacy's being stolen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz I log into that app probably at least a dozen times a day. Yeah. Just to track. You have to. I mean, just how volatile everything is. I mean, and
0: and the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was founded on privacy. It was founded on a privacy peer to private peer-to-peer yeah. transactions and now it's privacy's all but gone. Yeah. Well, even, even lot, with even with going. Bitcoin,
1: I, I mean, maybe I would like quantify, not quantify, qualify. Like it, it is more of like a pseudo privacy, but it's still nonetheless. It's like we shouldn't have to we're have ju- our information sold. We're
0: jumping I mean? through hoops now to be private. Yeah. And that's definitely yeah. a problem that we're going to have to deal with. And maybe we're going to have to figure out ways around it. Absolutely. Which feels dirty almost, it because it, it feels like you shouldn't have to jump through hoops to be private. Absolutely.
1: Mm. My gears are ground right now, especially yeah. with tether, mm-hmm. and then and then to have that that second, it's like a one-two punch oh, to your yeah. gut, right into the gut, right in the gut. I'm gonna yeah. cancel my Coinbase account now. Yeah, I'm, I probably won't. Maybe it feels dirty. It does. You have to basically Brian Armstrong. You have to account for this.
0: Well, here's the thing. What other what other ways of uh, what other websites are selling your data? Yeah.
1: yeah. It could be. Probably every single one, you know? You just have to assume that your privacy is being stolen yeah. from every website you go to. I'm going
0: to have to do some shady. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy physical crypto <laughs> and, and a lot with a mask on. <laughs> be private.
1: You're going to have to go to a Bitcoin ATM with that.
0: Uh, I'm about to buy some USD drives.
1: Yeah. USB and right. you're going to have to wear like a giraffe mask or like, what are they? Oh, no, like a horse, horse head mask yeah, I shave, or whatever. I
0: shave my head and wear contacts underneath. <laughs> That's what's Cryptocurrent.
1: That's what's Cryptocurrent. What do you think? Comment, like, subscribe, whatever, wherever you're listening, and um, let us know. What us is Cryptocurrent
0: near you? Let us know what you think about these uh, these things and what you think about your information being sold. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Yeah. Especially with the entire entirety of Crypto trying to be private.
1: Yeah. There is really that big push. You know what we should do? We should do this in like pajamas next to a fire. Oh, that sounds so nice. That's what we should do. When we start filming these, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Even if it's like terrible green screen or like CGI, like pajamas and fire, we're going to do that. Or it's like one of those fake, like those Mm -hmm. fake fireplace. Anyway, that's what's Cryptocurrent. I'm Jacob.
0: I'm Landon.